0: He'll make it alright. He'll make it alright. He'll make it alright. He'll make it alright. Whatever you want. Whatever you want. God is able. God is able. Whatever you need. Whatever you need. He'll supply. He'll supply. Whatever is broken. Whatever is broken. He can fix it. He can fix it. Uh, through our app and um, if you can't make it to service so don't forget about that we always want to make sure we give opportunity to uh, sow seeds into God's ministry and if you can't make it again our website as well uh, give website and on our app uh, givelify shall we pray oh gracious father in heaven we thank you again for your grace and your mercy Lord, we thank you for another week that we've gone through and here we are again And a new Sunday, Lord, a new week upon us. Lord, we thank you for giving us your presence, your peace and power. The word said you never leave us, nor forsake us, Lord. So we, we stand on that promise, Lord. But you helped us through last week, Lord. And we look forward to your happiness and doing big things for us this week, Lord. We don't know what we may face, but we know you can handle whatever comes our way. God, we love you and we thank you. We lift you up. Let something be said to this morning today to be a blessing to someone under the sound of my voice. Oh, God, give them peace of mind, clarity of heart, Lord, to hear, feel what you want them to see. Oh, God, we love you and we thank you. We praise your magnificent name right now for what you've done and what you're going to do. Bless this weak, feeble servant that I am. Lord, give me strength from on high. Give me clarity, Lord, power and strength. Now let the words of my mouth and the meditation of my heart be acceptable in thine sight. O oh, my Savior, my Redeemer, in Jesus the Christ's name we pray. Amen. Glad to be with you again this morning. Podcast, uh, a few minutes with Pastor Mac, uh, as you began your Sunday morning with us. Uh, we know you can be anywhere and listen to anyone, but we thank you for Those who do download and listen uh, to A Few Minutes with Pastor Mac, as we've been going, as God has given us grace, uh, 162 this morning, 162 episodes of A Few Minutes with Pastor Mac. Last Sunday, I gave you the text uh, for today, Isaiah chapter 6. I gave you originally verse 8. I told you, and I mentioned to you all the time that I'm apt to increase those verses Uh, As I began reading more and more in the chapter, and uh, I did so again this morning, increasing by one. (laughs) Chapter 6, verse 8 and 9. I do ask you to read the entirety of that chapter. As Isaiah lays out in his vision uh, what he saw and uh, what the Lord told him. Uh, Isaiah 6, 8 through 9. Never say familiar as Paul Paul CBT would say, but uh, say often read. This one is often read, as you know, in the year King Uzziah died, as verse one. I saw the Lord. Here in verse number eight, he's receiving instructions from the Lord. For those of you who keep up with our content and context for verses each week, next Sunday, the Lord says the same. Uh, First Sunday in July, uh, Mark chapter 16, uh, verse 15 through 20. Uh, Mark 16, 15 through 20. Isaiah 6, I'll be reading the CSB translations, Christian Standard uh, Bible version, whatever version you have, translation you have, we ask you to follow along. Uh, Verse 8, then I heard the voice of the Lord asking, Who will I send? Who will go for us? I said, here am I, send me. And he replied, go. Who will go for us? I said, here am I, send me. And he replied, go. It's just part of verse number nine. The grass withers and the flower fades away. But the word of our God shall stand for ever. In continuing with this series, we began last Sunday, faithful in evangelism. Here we see Isaiah being told to go tell the people uh, what God would thus said the Lord, and what God wants them to do and to be. Uh, this title this week, our subject: there is some go in all of us. There is some go in all love us the reason why uh, we don't do more evangelism is that we've lost our concern for the lost most people are not concerned that they are lost they're like the little boy the story goes at disneyland who was enjoying mickey mouse and donald duck he was enjoying the ferris wheel and the roller coasters he was having a marvelous time and in the midst of the crowd got separated from his parents. When he got separated from his parents, he didn't know that he was lost because he was having so much fun on the rise. The enemy has so constructed this world order to give you distractions so that you don't know you've gotten lost in your spiritual Disneyland. We've got a world full of people who don't know that the fun in this world. And all this world is offering them the movies, the parties, the clubs, the social relationships, the money, and the job is all a spiritual camouflage to keep them from realizing that they have been separated from God. Mankind spends so much time having fun that they don't know that they are lost. However, the parents of this particular child were looking for him. They knew he was lost in Disneyland. They went to an officer and told security that they couldn't find their child. The security man led the parents to the lost child who didn't even know he was lost. God wants to find lost people. We are the security guards to bring lost people into contact with the God who wants to regain fellowship with them. That's our task in evangelism. We are the ones God has chosen to deliver this message. Isaiah, in our text this morning, which means God is salvation in the Hebrew language, was a man of purpose and wanted that purpose to be of the Lord. He was working according to his divine mission and he saw how the Lord of hosts was seated on the throne high and some translations say exalted or and lifted up. And the train of his robe filled the temple. Having recognized his shocking sinfulness and having had his filthy lips cleaned, the heavens were thrown open and Isaiah the prophet gazed in awe and wonderment on the magnificence of the holy temple of the Lord, prostrating himself before the very throne of God. He said with hushed words, we all long to voice, yet often fail to utter, Lord, here am I. Send me. Uh, Isaiah recognized his own sinfulness and realized he was not worthy to stand in the presence of such holiness. Uh, And that look like some of us today. We look at our lives and we can see. That's why I say all the time I'm better than I deserve. We don't deserve what we get. We don't deserve what we receive, but God has deemed us worthy of his love. He's deemed us worthy of his grace and his mercy. And if we really sat down and thought about all the stuff we've done and gotten away with, we we look back over and see, how did I get over? We see that we are not worthy of God. Isaiah said, I'm not worthy to stand in the presence of such holiness. (laughs) Prostating, prostrated himself before, I mean, he was laying down. (laughs) I mean, he laid down and he said, I'm not worthy to stand. He said, I'm not worthy to be in the presence. Uh, uh, Before I go, uh, we all need to have that humble spirit to recognize that God is in full control and God runs this business and we're not worthy. We're just here to praise him and cheer him on. Yeah, that's what praise and worship is all about. we cheer God on God. Ride on the old folks. They ride on King Jesus. Ride on and do your thing as only you can do. That's what we're here for, to give him praise and glory. Don't you get it twisted like he owes you something, like we are just glad, he—he just glad to have us in his prayer. No, 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 my brother and sister, beloved, we're here to praise him. He gives us a command, though, that's what Isaiah, where we are in this particular part of this chapter, is what Isaiah realizing, because he is so good, and he is so kind, He. We realizing what Isaiah said and he heard a voice from the Lord said, who will I see? Who will go for us? Well, let's look at this real quickly and I'll let you have your Sunday morning and be blessed. First, let's look at can you go? The Lord verse, the voice of the Lord, who will I see? After realizing who he was, he was dealing with and the Lord asks, who will go? Who will I send? You must answer the voice of the Lord. Sometimes we get caught up listening to the wrong folk. But God has a way of getting our attention. <laughs> uh, you you may have been like uh, your pastor, or those on the sound of my voice, Pastor Mac. You had to get your attention some kind of way. And and when you don't, he'll keep he'll keep doing it. He'll, he'll put some things in your life so you can hear the voice. And you have to ask, can you go? To do what the Lord wants you to do. Can you go? God is asking, who will I see? And I, I answer the Lord a long time ago. Decided that I want to go for him. And I want to stand on the front line of the battle. The spiritual battle. Take on all. Because he He gave us a promise. He said. Greater is he than in me. Than he is in the world. So whatever I face. He's bigger than. God is big enough. So why wouldn't I. Go on the right team. And. The winning team, and the Lord come ask you. That's why you got to recognize who it is. Can't listen to everybody. But you got to recognize who it is. God said, "Can who will go? Who will I see? Him? Who will I see?" It takes God is looking for somebody to see, him. He's looking for some people. Don't don't get it twisted. This is your pastor, your preacher. Supposed to be working, but it's so much work. The vineyard is plentiful, but the labor is a few. There is so much to do. Our number one task you heard me say so frequently is to evangelize and tell others about Jesus. That they need to get a relationship with the Father. Only through Jesus is that attainable. That's why our motto, um, one of our sayings around the church is Jesus is the way. What do you say? If somebody says there's another way to God, well, you can tell them, no, John 14, clearly Jesus said, I am the way, (laughs) the truth, and the life. No man can come to the Father but by me, and you got to have Jesus when you hear that voice. Jesus is the only way to God. And we got to go tell folk about it. It's, it's almost like you're on a sinking ship, and if you don't have enough life preservers, uh, we are the life preservers for the world. Tell them that they're on their way to hell. If they don't know the Father, <laughs> yeah, we got to go. Can you go? That's the question I ask you now. Can you go? And secondly, Can we go? Meaning us. Verse 8B said, Who will go for us? (laughs) Now he's speaking, he's gone from I to us. Right here, you see a mixture of the doctrine. You see theology, which is doctrine of God, and you see Christology, the doctrine of Jesus Christ Christos and you see pneumatology, the doctrine of the Holy Spirit, and all three make one. You heard it. God the Father, the Son, and the, the Holy Spirit. Now you send from the singular eye to us, the plurality. He says, Who will go for us? God's divine will is to send and the human will to go are in perfect cooperation. You see, this I and this us is not a mistake. It's it's the same person speaking in both the singular and the plural. It's the same person. The change of the number from I and us is very remarkable, but both being meant of one and the same Lord. They do sufficiently intimate a plurality of the persons in the Godhead. Yeah, who will go for us? Can we go? That means we go from I to we. We, as the church, can we go? See, when a singular person with each member makes up the I, can I go. You decide there, then you collectively become as a corporate fellowship, and the I become we. We can go. Can we go and do what the Master says? Do what He requires. That's why I said, Who will go for us? It's all three of us. You know, we believe in the Trinity. We believe you're going to represent not only God, but Jesus and the Holy Spirit. That's why, in, that's why in the beginning God created the heavens and the earth. And it said, we looked around. <laughs> yeah. Said, it's not good for man to be alone. Created man in our in our image. We, can we go? See, that's the it's the thrust is the understanding we must have as a church, as a corporate fellowship, as united in one Christ. We have to decide can we do these things for the kingdom? See, we got enough talking about stuff, we got enough people talking down stuff, but we got to be talking about God and getting some stuff done for the kingdom. Can we go? And we must ask one another as a church fellowship as a group can we go can we do it can we go and everybody must decide for themselves how much you can do will you do sharing the gospel is the biggest do we can do for the kingdom cuz we got to tell folk about Jesus Christ and his righteousness. Oh, my brothers and sisters, don't don't take it lightly that God has called us to do this. It's it's an honor, it's a privilege to share the faith, that faith that we have, that he gave us his love, and we're supposed to share with others about what God has done in our life. All Isaiah is saying, God asked him, can I go? Who will go for us? Who will do for us? Who will I sin? Isaiah, Isaiah came to the conclusion that after seeing that all God had done and Isaiah was excited to see seen the vision because <laughs> God was high and lifted up. <laughs> the cherubims and the angels were all in the temple. And it's not hard to get a little excited. about God and all his power. So third and lastly, it goes for who will I see Yeah, to who will go for us? (laughs) Can you go? Can we go? And then lastly, God says, I said, here I am. uh, Isaiah answered God, rather. Says, Here I am, Lord, send me. And then God replied, Go. <laughs> so, third, then, lastly, Isaiah came to the conclusion, said, I will go. <laughs> Verse 8C and 9A. And God replied, Go. And Isaiah was emphatic in his answering of God's call. He did not hesitate. Because God needed to hear an answer. And Isaiah wanted to be the answer to God's question. <laughs> That's what so some of us in this life. We need to try to be God's answer to his question. Because if you truly love the Lord, it ought to be a I will go. <laughs> There's some go in all of us. If the Lord tells you to go, you got to have a heart and a mind to follow Christ. Because Paul, Isaiah yeah, had been in the presence of the Lord. <laughs> and he had a heart from being in that presence. Just like Paul on the road to Damascus. He got knocked off his horse, and the presence of Jesus he saw. (laughs) Paul got excited, and from then on, he was go. (laughs) And Isaiah said, I've seen the Lord in my vision. My heart has been changed, and now I want to go. He had a heart that heard God's heart to reach the nations and tell them about him so this man isaiah was submitted to the lord in all his service isaiah said here i am i will go and do what you say yes i will go here i am lord And God always has a goal for us. He wants you to go, go, tell others about the Lord and how he clean you up. And he can do the same for anybody else. There was a traveling salesman, Sean Sippler. He wrestled with an odd question. He said, what happens to leftover soap in hotel rooms? Thrown out as trash, for landfills, millions of soap bars could instead find new life, and simpler believed that he launched. He believed that he could use that old soap, so he launched the clean the world campaign, and it was a recycling venture that helped more than eight thousand hotels, cruise lines, and resorts. They turned millions of pounds of discarded soap uh, into sterilized molded soap bars uh, and sent them to people in all uh, the world. Uh, more than one hundred countries. Uh, the recycled soap uh, helps present countless hygiene related illnesses uh, and death. Uh, and simpler said uh, I know it sounds funny, but that little bar of soap on the counter in your hotel room can literally save a life. So that's what the Holy Spirit pricked my spirit and said, the gathering of all that soap, of all that used and dirty soap, and give it new to life so it can help clean somebody else Uh, that's just like jesus Uh, he came down uh, through 42 in generations Uh, just like jesus Uh, he touched our hearts and our minds Uh, used up in some circles, uh, dirt it up in other circles, uh, but Jesus came and gave us new to life, uh, so now we like that soap. Uh, we've been recycled, uh, and we can be used again uh, to clean somebody else up. Uh, is there anybody in here? Uh? We can give a shout about his goodness and his mercy. He didn't have to be so kind, but since he's been so kind and so good, he want us to go and tell others, just like Isaiah did. Go, save somebody else, tell them about the Lord and all he's done. Can I tell you one more thing? Be not dismayed, whatever. Be tired because God will hear and answer your prayer. There's some going, all of us. Go, tell the people. Go, tell everybody you need That the Savior has risen. Matter of fact, He died on a Friday, but rose on the third day. Go and tell somebody about the Lord. Won't He do it? Won't He do it? Invitation is extended now. If you don't know Jesus, in the pardon of your sins, if you would like to get to know Him better, uh, get saved. Allow him to come into your life. Simply say this prayer. Jesus, I need you in my life. I believe you died and rose again on the third day. I trust you to control my life and to enhance my future. If you said that prayer, uh, it's as simple as ABC. Accept, believe, and commit. If you did that, we would love to hear from you. You may contact us through our email, getpraiseon.com at HouseOfPraisePP.org or you may go simply to our website www.HouseOfPraisePP.org contact us and someone from our discipleship team I will get back with you with other information you need in order to begin this new life in Christ we love you to life we look forward to hearing from you And standing on the promises of the Lord. God bless you, and we'll see you next week. Pastor Mac out.